everybody. Do it with us this time. Roll and tape. Yeah. You know, that kind of hurt my throat. Hello there, podcast <laughs> land. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. I messed myself up. But my name is Billy. And my name is Christy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. And we are so glad that you are here once again, or maybe for the first time. And if you are a first timer, if you would do us a favor, if you would subscribe, review, and rate, that would be wonderful. It helps uh, in the rankings and getting the podcast out to other people. And we're talking about ranking. We recommend five stars because we love you five stars. And we'd appreciate it if you loved us five stars back. Well, if you're new, you've not heard this before, but if you are an old porchy, you maybe need a reminder too. go ahead and check us out on Instagram. We're the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. There you can follow us, follow our stories, follow our feed, answer polls, answer questions, and send us direct messages. We both get those. And we'd love to hear from you. So check us out on the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. And first timers and porchies. Now, if you're a first timer, we refer to our dedicated listeners as porchies because they just like hanging on the front porch with us, but both for you first-time listeners as well as your porchies, I've got something extra to ask you to do this time. Hmm. Share the podcast with your friends. There we go. Yeah, that other stuff. And every podcast you listen to ask you to subscribe, <laughs> review, and rate. We're no different, but it does help with the algorithm stuff that I don't understand that goes <laughs> on behind the scenes and it exposes it to other people. But the easiest way to get other people interested and help them to come alongside of you and become porchies themselves is to let them know about this fantastic podcast that you listen to every week. Yep. And they will love it. Now, I have one other request of everybody wow. out there. You sure are needy today. Well, you know, if you don't ask, you don't receive. There you go. So here's the other thing, and I think we've said this before. I just want to remind individuals that when you travel to other states or you travel to other countries... If you would do us another favor and just download an episode <laughs> in one of those states or that other country, mm-hmm. we would greatly appreciate it. It could be one that you've already listened to. I think it would still work that way if you re-download it. And that's just to mess with the algorithms <laughs> of our uh, podcast host. And maybe some of the others. I don't, I'm not as hung up on the statistics as uh, I yeah. once was. I, was say, I still do look at them occasionally. Uh, but to see what states, and I forget, I did look a week or two ago, and there are downloads from states that I don't believe I know anybody that lives in. Hmm. So if you are a stranger to us out there <laughs> listening somewhere, you know, send us a DM over on Instagram. We'd appreciate that. Know where you're coming, where you are. I say where you're coming from, but you know, you may be traveling. Just where where you're from, and those types of things. I don't remember. Oh. And that's why I didn't say them. And uh, occasionally we do get some foreign countries. Yeah. Now, there are some that I realize, oh, here's a state that we don't really have, but I know it's some people traveling. Because some mm-hmm. people do save up and listen to multiple multiple episodes when they're traveling. Yeah. Um, but if you can do that when you travel, you know, that gets us all giddy, too. And we're like, hmm, who's that? And then it end up, it'd be like, you know our family that just traveled over to another state to eat or something. Well, you say our family, that's going to, well, I guess your family, you have more people in your family listening, but really for me, it's super sister-in-law, Heather. I think I should add that since she's really the only one that listens from my side of the family, I think. Because <laughs> your family doesn't love you like my family does. Uh, yeah. 
Like your family loves me. Yeah, I know that. They're just, yeah, that's probably what it is. They're just not used to you being in showbiz. That's that's probably true. Although I do have, this is kind of jumping ahead, but uh, I met a family this weekend and they, they said their last name and it was unique enough that I said, are you following me on Instagram? And, and the lady goes, Yes. And I said, and I told her my work handle and she said, she looked at her daughter. She said, it's like we're meeting a celebrity. And I miss that interaction. I about died because I kind of loved it. And I kind of was like, oh my gosh, there's no way anyone would believe this interaction. That is hilarious. (laughs) I did hear you ask a a student that. Yeah. And the student's response was maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because my professional handle doesn't have my name in it. And so even and then it, it may have been, well, and they probably follow so many. And since this was a mom, it would have been a little bit more. Maybe her numbers are a little lower than maybe yeah. a typical teenager. Well, <laughs> let's, um, I, I assume you have some discussion on that point coming up, or you just want to go ahead and talk a little bit about it? No, I, we can go ahead and talk about it. Okay, I think with that, though, you got to be careful. Because I, I was about to say, in general, that I think moms that get Instagram uh-huh. have gotten it because their kids have sure. and they're trying to keep tabs on them or sure. trying to see what they do mm-hmm. and some of those type of things. So they don't tend to follow as many people. Right. My mom has Instagram. Uh, she's posted once in the two or three years that she has it, uh, but she does look at other people's. Yes. But I think her fo- the people she follows is relatively small. Mm-hmm. Uh, family, some friends, uh, a couple of restaurants, I think. I don't really know. I haven't looked through it, but you know, it's, it's a smaller group with that. Yeah. But I think you might have to be careful with that because it was new student move in day. And you realize that some of these people dropping off their kid at college for the first time are our age or younger. I know. Not everybody waited as long as we did. Yeah, I know. I know. I've actually even asked a student before, this would have been in the spring, I asked a student, is your mom named, and I I gave him the name, and he looked at me, and he's not a kid that I really connected with, he just would come to class, and I mean, he was was fine, he just was not all that, he wasn't digging me, how about that? Okay. (laughs) And so I thought I might be connected, because his mom was following me and liking things that I posted, and so I said, is this her handle on Instagram? And he goes, yes. Like, his whole demeanor, like, this whole, like almost he was cold. embarrassed or something? I don't know. I think he was more annoyed than anything, and so hey, I... moms are people, too. I know. And if they want to be on Instagram, be on Instagram. And I told him, I said, she interacts with me all the time. And he was not feeling it at all. He just walked right by me into class, kind of like, and my thought was she must interact with a lot of people that are tied to the school, maybe, that oh. he was not all that excited about. Well, I, I get both of those things that you're saying. Mm-hmm. You you make, and, and it's in not just any profession, but particularly in education mm-hmm. and at the uh higher institution, the collegiate level, I think you do make connections with some students more than others. Sure. Some of them come, they get their material, they do what they need to do for class, and they go on. There are others that are looking for you to mentor them, to guide them through life, those type of Mm -hmm. things. Um, So there's that type of thing that happens. But I've also had that experience, too, where the student may follow my professional account, but one or both of their parents also follow it. And I have a lot more interaction from their parents. Yeah. Now they mo- both may like the same pictures on sure. Instagram, but um, the parent will actually 
comment on them or send me direct messages yeah. and stuff. And I yeah. generally don't tell the the kid, the student that. This was one of those that uh, I just was trying to put it together because she was so active on my page. Okay. You that, just wanted to make that connection because not everybody has like their real name on right, there and it's something. Right. And I think I've had that once happen right. several years ago. I looked at some, got a new follower, looked at through and said, yeah. oh, I think you're so-and-so's mom. Yeah. And then I asked that student later and, and they weren't, it wasn't the same reaction you had. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, why? Like, oh, yeah. We're big Instagram buddies. It cracks me up, though, because it's, it's just another way to connect. And I actually really appreciate it. I know there will be a point where I don't appreciate it, but I, I like it. I think it's a nice way, and it helps the parents just sort of feel a little bit of connectivity to a kid, whether they are connecting with their parents regularly or not. But, yeah, I definitely have a little bit of that. But I thought that was absolutely hysterical that she's like, it's like we're meeting a celebrity. That's hilarious. I, I hate I missed that interaction. Well. <laughs> I kept it cool, but I thought it was really funny. Well, how was your week? My week was pretty good. Besides being internet famous, apparently. Well, yeah. Uh, we we started back, or I started back, uh, so getting back into the swing of things. Other than having to adjust to actually getting up and getting moving by 6 a.m. every day, I think it's been pretty good. I um, don't love that. That's probably one of my favorite parts about summer. Not that I actually sleep in super late, but if I could sleep till 7.30 and just lay in bed until 8, I would be, like, deliriously happy. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's been pretty good other than that adjustment. Having to get up and go. Did you Did you start the week before? Like you take a couple of days and start doing that because no. we we tend to do that. We didn't do it this year, but I know other families do. Yeah. When you're getting close to going back to school in the fall, yeah, you have some practice days. Yeah, <laughs> you know, somewhere between like three to four days in yeah. a week before. Okay, we're going to go to bed at yeah. bedtime and we're going to get up at this time so yeah. you can start getting used to it. You yeah, didn't, you didn't I did do that. Not. It was just cold not. turkey for you. Yeah, it was cold turkey. Is uh, that a Cal- shock for you? Uh, no, I knew. <laughs> you're like, what have I done with my life? Yes, well. Callie actually had said she wanted to start that dry run maybe a week, week and a half out from school, except for that she didn't want to go to bed early. She just wants to get up early. (laughs) And I was like, no. I was like, if that's all you're going to do, then just do it the night before. I was like, that's just silly because, and they start on Wednesday. I was like, you could, you could do that Monday and Tuesday and you'll be fine. Cause she actually does not sleep near as much as he does. And so she, she does okay. She needs her sleep, but she does okay. Right. I think we did that when they were younger to get them acclimated to going to bed a little bit earlier and having to get up at a certain time. Yes. Yes. The scheduling part of it. Yes. But they both now are older enough that they use an alarm and they do it pretty well but typically most of the time yeah yeah but typically both of us uh at least one of us is up by that point that they need to be up so if we don't hear them moving around we can go like hey what you doing and and we'll see what happens i know uh, in the spring i had to do that a few times because yeah. i would hear one of them get up and then they would or cut off the alarm but then they <laughs> would just roll over and go to bed and or go back to sleep yeah and, then I'd go wake them up and they'd be all in a panic. And yeah. I'm like, you've got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So what about you? How was your week? It was a good week. Yeah. It was a long week. Yeah. Um, it was. It's a little tiring, but it's not the same as when we were involved in the Leadership Institute. That yeah. was totally different. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. Probably less sleep that week, too. Although I didn't yeah. get a lot of sleep this past week. I, and I didn't keep count, but... 
10 to 12 hour days, some of those days. And um, by the time this podcast episode airs, from um, it will be what, nine days in a row that I've been in the office. Oh. <laughs> and then we could add the previous week too. Yeah. Because I was in there some over the both weekends yeah. that encompass this time frame. And yeah. All that. And starting pretty early. Yeah. Uh, in the office, actually working most days by 630. Yeah. Will um, you do that this week too? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I had to do that because faculty came back. We had all of our, you know, our whole school meetings. I had other meetings that since faculty were back and then I had my regular meetings and I had some additional meetings on top of those. Mm -hmm. And after the first day, I realized there's a lot I have to do to be ready for my morning meeting. Yeah. And I stayed late, but I had to go get Cooper from practice and there were some other activities that we had to be involved in that night. Like I got to come up here early when nobody's here to bother me for yeah. a little bit. So I did a couple of those type of things. Yeah. Cause you're really in back. that position to where if you're in the office somebody's probably going to come in and want to chat with you. And I don't know point. that you're at the point where you can close your door and say, really, I can't see anybody this afternoon. Maybe once school starts, you could. I think things will slow down in that regard once school starts. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of times that I told people no, that mm. I don't have time for you right now mm. because it was the only block of time I had to prepare for the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I kept having meeting on top of meeting added to. So mm -hmm. I don't ever know what my days are. You know, if somebody's asked me about something, I'm like, we might be able to meet tomorrow. My schedule's not my own anymore yeah. for the time being. And that's just how we're going to roll. But overall, it's been a really good week. Yeah. You introduced so. your assistant as your wrangler. And that really sort of perfectly encompassed what she's having to do at this point it's it's not even wrangle you it's wrangle your schedule right. and wrangle the other people that want to take parts of your schedule so it is it was a crazy week for you and she did have to tag along with me to some of those uh meetings yeah. too and uh, and then there were other ones that she wasn't involved in after that but she was just exhausted from that hour meeting she was in yeah she wasn't in the two hour one after that i'm like <laughs> oh no she's gonna have to work on her stamina you know, i'm like i've been in these since 8 30 this yeah. morning yeah you know plus the time here earlier to prepare this is nothing yeah so yeah, yeah. i am looking forward to classes actually starting because i do think <laughs> i'll be able to get in a better rhythm and things will slow down a little bit for me yeah i'm actually a little anxious about it because this this semester i agreed to teach at 8 a.m which i was talking with a student about this on Saturday that there is something profoundly different about a 8 a.m. and an 8 30 a.m. and I was telling the student I don't really know the difference and she said oh I can tell you the 30 difference. minutes she said it's it's different because if my 8 30 class I literally could sleep until 8 and she said now I've got to get up before 8 and she was like there is something about saying I've got to get up before 8 that just sounds so so different so I am I will obviously be up long before eight but well, I would hope so yeah that's gonna be an interesting challenge for us to get everybody out the door and where they need to be including myself <laughs> yeah, it'll all work out <laughs> oh, I think I it'll that. be fine uh it's been a long time since I taught an 8 a.m me too I actually liked it yeah and I our kids were super young they weren't even in school at that point yeah so I would can show up a little early grab my stuff and walk over and yeah and wait, you know, the 20 minutes or whatever for people to get there. Because I, <laughs> I always had this fear of being the first class of the day, something wasn't going to work. Sure. So I would show, I already show up early, but uh -huh. those classes, I would show up a little bit earlier. Yeah. Now, remind me on that. 
did do you not ask if that class could be at eight? I was asked if I was open to that, and I said yes. Okay. But I did say if it can be in this building. If it can be in my pet classroom. Yes. And it wasn't really my pet classroom, but it was in my building because... But that makes it a lot easier. It does. Because if you don't have everything you need, you can go to your office, yep. grab it, take the stairs down, and yep. boom. And I don't That's teach smart. a ton of classes in that building, but anytime I have, there's a few times every semester where I'm like, oh, I forgot X, Y, or Z, and then I can run up the stairs and then run back down and like have to sit so I can breathe for a minute. But yeah, it, it is a whole lot easier than having to go to a different building. There, I don't remember exactly what the rotation has been with some of those. And as we've opened up some new buildings and, and moved things around, it may not ever work out this way again, but there were... at I think at least once a year, once every other year, all of my classes were in the same building my office was in. Whoa. So I just had to walk from the third floor down to the basement to those classrooms, and it was glorious. I bet. Because I didn't have to worry about the weather. Yeah. I didn't have to worry about getting them all bundled up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and any of that. So, and then like the next, I remember when I noticed that one year, I'm like, man. Schedules come out and next semester. I got to go over to that other building yeah. to teach a class on Wednesday. <laughs> What's up with that? Yeah, yeah, it is. It it would be very nice, but I'm excited just to have the eight o'clock in in our build my building. And but I told you like I can't just plan ahead for the eight o'clock. I've got a nine o'clock, so they go. They're fifty minutes, and it's in a different building. <laughs> oh, so you need to take everything with no, no, you. No, that one is in the same building. Oh, it just hit me. You got it made. It's just a couple doors down. You got it made in the shade. And for the time being, you can still refer to it as our building, even though I'm not physically there, because I still have an office there. You do, because It you has are. my name on the door, and um, because I haven't gone back. I, I took the bare essentials mm -hmm. out of that office, and I'm still waiting on a few pieces of furniture, yeah. which I don't think are going to change much, but I can't bring most of the stuff yeah. from that office, so I either have to get rid of it or bring it home. And I'm in no real hurry to go yeah. clean it out. I do need to just pop up there one weekend and, and take care of it all. <laughs> so it looks better. If people look in and there's like random papers everywhere. And definitely need to take my name off the door so people don't come up there oh, looking for me. Oh, yeah. That actually is very true. Very, very true. So that has been our week. Kind of crazy, but good. Yeah, and then you throw in the kids' activities on top of that. Yeah, we ate out more than we have in I don't even know how long. We we really um, do not eat out, out that often. Well, I should I'm including myself because I had three lunches last week. Did you realize that? Three lunches with people that I work people. with and then a friend. <laughs> I guess I didn't. Yeah. Because I was thinking about this at one point in the week. There's one day I don't remember eating lunch. Oh. And I'm not big on skipping meals no. like during work. I'm going to leave. Even yeah. if I choose not to eat, I'm yeah. leaving. Yeah. But I don't remember that. So on Monday, I had it catered for the whole school. Yes. I don't remember Tuesday at all. Wednesday was their kid's first day back to school. Mm -hmm. The girl child went to eat with some of her friends. Yeah. And so we took Cooper to a different place mm -hmm. that he had asked about, which last year they were at the other, you know. Yeah. We did the Vice same versa. things, but different. Yeah. Thursday, I had a lunch meeting out of town. Uh-huh. And then Friday, you were with a friend. Uh -huh. And uh, you had so gas station chicken I had gas chicken station salad. chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> croissant, actually. Because uh, I was going back to Wednesday's place, but they were closed that day for a big catering job. And uh -huh. this was right across the street. And I, I got out late. Mm. 
Surprise, already. surprise. So, yeah, I was going to, yeah. Anyway, we'll leave that. So I don't know what happened on Tuesday. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's the day I had lunch with Shannon. So I don't know if that helps you at all, but I don't even remember asking you what you did. So my bad. <laughs> I honestly do not remember coming home to eat lunch or eating lunch. I have no idea. Hmm. Well, it was, it was a crazy week. So it wouldn't surprise me if you didn't. It was. We did... We did some of that, and then, like, we only ate out, like, once as a family, though, at night, right? I was thinking we did more than that, but... I don't think so. I may be, like, thinking about I when think we you're took running Cooper to lunch. Things, and, yeah, I think you're running yeah. all that together. Maybe. Okay. And that wasn't really the plan, but it just worked out that way. And yeah. It's It's been crazy. It's going to get crazier. I still don't like this, them not knowing their schedules. I, uh, I was trying to figure out some things for this upcoming week. And you happen to have your calendar, and I looked over, and I saw, like, four things on there that I had no <laughs> idea about. I don't know if they're new. I don't know if they just not on my calendar mm. or if I didn't notice them on my calendar. There's also the chance that they are on that calendar, <laughs> and I didn't click through to this week Yeah. for my um, no idea click through. They, I don't think they're on my calendar. I don't put every single thing on your calendar. Uh, your virtual calendar just because it's a lot well, there is a lot but i can always cut it off so i don't so have to you see want it. me to put everything on there i don't know because i was thinking i was because right <laughs> i took that calendar and i was transferring important things into my planner mm-hmm. my paper calendar to, is that what you'd call it it's yeah. a planner yeah young people probably don't know what that is but you should I get one it. I prefer to use things in writing. I yeah. tend to remember them and actually show up from meetings, not reliable, relying on somebody else to sh- tell me when to be there. All Occasionally right. I might have missed one, but it's rare. <laughs> uh, so I was transferring dates into there to get some things set up. So it's not on there. I don't know that it's a big deal, but it did throw me for a, a loop real quick because I had, oh, I'd already made a plan for an idea for us. Oh. And I like to go do some more of a supper thing like, oh, this will be quick. Oh, that's yeah. going to be problematic there. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And it, thankfully, I only have one night meeting this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was supposed to have two, so oh, I was glad that it was I'm just, glad that's... It was Tuesday and Thursday. That I'm was glad that's been straightened out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to uh, one of our kids being able to drive. I know. And I think to some degree that will help me a little bit with the ish stuff. Ish. Yes. Uh, oh, yes, That yes, we yes. are going, to, you know, practices till 530-ish. Yes. Well, you know, I'm trying to plan everything else that the family has to go or what I have to do or do I need to go back to work yep. or who's going to get you and all these other things. Yeah. Uh, even at, at the time of this recording, we got to get back on a decent schedule for that. Just things going crazy. And yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. But it's still a few days before it's being released, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm pulling a Cooper who was at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, a larger group of friends were there. And as I'm pulling up, I get a text from him asking if he can stay longer. <laughs> no. And, uh, that's I, a nope, I, dog. <laughs> I, it, was, it was sorry. I'm already here. Yeah. With that. I just saw somebody pull off with their kid. There was somebody else waiting to pick up their kid yeah. right there. And he's like, well, well, so-and-so left, and this person's mom's here is waiting, but everybody else is staying. And I'm like, uh, I'm the mean parent. I've got stuff to do. Yeah. But I, even in that situation, yeah, you might, we might have said, yeah, you can stay a little bit longer because yeah. we don't have to go get you. Right. And it's not that we mind going to get him, but 
we're kind of on a timeline yes. and, and schedule here, and that becomes difficult. Yeah. Thankfully, he didn't seem, when he came in, he didn't seem super annoyed or attitude No, No, he wasn't. <laughs> and he was yawning and exhausting, exhausting, ex- exhausted the whole time. So. I love it. Good times. Yeah. So, well, word on the street is you have a question for us. Yes, sir. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, it is time for Christy's Question. I am curious if you have, not if you have, because I know you do, what is your favorite smell? Something that What is my favorite smell? It just brings you so much joy when you smell it. Wow, that is tough. That is tough right there. So my favorite smell that brings me joy. Mm -hmm. How specific of an answer do you want here? I don't. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I'm going to say food. Well, okay, more the smell specific of food. than that. I don't, I don't really know. That's tough. Okay. Um, you know, I know what you would probably expect me to say and what most people will expect me to say. What? Is the smoker. Oh, no. And that's pretty high up there. Yeah. So much so that um, about a week and a half ago on a Saturday morning... I had gotten up a little early, had to go do something. I don't remember what. I, <laughs> I can't remember if you were involved in that or if the whole family was involved. I really do not remember. I have to go back and look at my calendar. Okay. It's very important that I keep my calendar up to date so I yeah. can go back and know where I was <laughs> at a particular time. <laughs> but I stepped outside, and uh, it's about 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, and I can smell our neighbor's smoker. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know what he was cooking, but he'd started the night before. Yeah. In his little barrel smoker thing there. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I should have done that. I should have planned on smoking something today. Yeah. yeah. And what it was, it was whatever was going on in the morning would cause some time. So that was a good smell. Uh, and there are times that I'm coming up the back deck and I can smell before I even open the door mm. something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's happened in the past week or two. And it smelled really, actually, that was some sort of baked chicken. That I could smell. Huh. That was good. You know, um, chocolate chip cookies mm. coming out of the oven. Mm-hmm. That's a good smell. Mm-hmm. I came in this past week one day, and um, I did come home for lunch on Tuesday. Okay. I don't remember what I ate, but I did eat something because there was a candle burning. Oh, yes. And oh, I'm like, I what's going yeah. on here? And the girl child was like, I'm tired of having candles I don't burn. So she had taken out of her room in public. And we talked about the safety aspect of that. So there we go. Tuesday is solved. Um, and I don't know what it, but it had like a chocolate, even though I'm not a big chocolate fan, but had some kind of cookie-ish brownie smell to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hmm. You know, sometimes I like the smell after a fresh rain. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm, a, and I'm always, and I don't know this because I'm old, because it's been 20 years. Sometimes you can smell the rain coming. Yep. But after, after a certain type of rain, yeah. And I don't know that we Agreed. get a lot where we live here, but there's a certain smell after a type of rain you get. All yeah. right. I'm going to go with those for now. Okay. What about you? What's like your favorite smell that sparks joy? I love the smell of fresh baked bread. Fresh baked bread, which yeah. we haven't done in a while. No, but I actually thought you might say like, 
uh, peach cobbler or something like that. Or I love the smell of fresh peaches. I don't eat them. I don't like I the do. texture of them, but I do love the smell of them. But you have to get right up on them yeah, to yeah, smell yeah. them. No, I do I love you. the smell of a, a fresh peach that you can smell that it's yeah, ripe and it's yeah. going to be juicy. Yeah. And, you know, there's that brief period of time. We don't really have access to those type of peaches yeah. on a regular basis where yeah. we live now. But, yeah, I will sniff a peach. You sniff a peach. Yes. <laughs> so that's that's a good one, too. Yeah. So but that was what I thought of was fresh baked bread. I, I do love that smell. Um, I know some people don't love that really yeasty smell, but I do. I think that, yeah, I don't know. It Is it a particular type of bread or any bread? I'm sure it is a particular kind of bread, but probably white or wheat bread. Uh, Cinnamon raisin. Oh, I do love that too. Yeah. You're just making me hungry Have you ever tried to make it? No, I have not. Well, if I have, it's been a long time. You should try. It's not hard. I've got a video that talks you through it. I do. I actually did print a recipe for cinnamon, like coffee, uh, coffee cake kind of thing because I thought it looks really simple I think I could make that and just like make it the night before and and the kids could have it we could have it if we wanted it but you're not a big breakfast eater during the week um but something that they could eat maybe with a banana or something no but I should become I know I need to eat breakfast more yeah it's just kind of a time thing a lot of times yeah and it's just a habit and I don't want to eat so early (laughs) Uh, but then sometimes I get hungry and I'm like oh I need to go get something and I never have time to (laughs) and don't you find it weird maybe don't you is not the right word that's a leading question do you find it weird that there are certain types of cake that we throw the word coffee in front of yeah and then that makes it acceptable (laughs) to have it for breakfast yeah yeah because realistically if we had a chocolate cake Mm. Let's just say we made a chocolate cake and we had it after supper. Oh, obviously we're going to have it for several more days, and that's the only time we will have dessert. If we make a big cake or something, we're not going to make dessert every night, but we'll Mm -hmm. eat on that for several nights in a row. So we let's just assume we had it this evening. Mm -hmm. Obviously, most of it's going to be left over. If you woke up in the morning, came downstairs, and one of the kids asked (laughs) to have chocolate cake for breakfast, or if they were just already eating it, that would be a no. Right. What are you doing? You know. But if we called it coffee chocolate cake, <laughs> and I know the texture is a little bit different, what's in there, but what makes coffee cake acceptable for breakfast, but not like chocolate cake or maybe because sundrop cake or whatever your favorite cake is? Drizzle instead of icing, <laughs> like full icing. I don't know. I don't know. Because but it still has a cakey texture. And there are some that I've had or that we've seen recipes for recently they're called coffee t- cake because, and I think it has to do with like what's in it or a texture thing. And I haven't researched this. I'm just guessing. <laughs> but it's really a dessert mm-hmm. cake. It's mm-hmm. not a breakfast cake. Right. Well, I kind of feel the same about our banana bread that we make. There is only one banana bread that I actually like. And it's, uh, it, it really almost tastes like cake to me. It is that texture it doesn't have icing on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, but it's so good coming out of the oven with See, a little I don't, bit of butter on it. I don't it. consider that really being cake texture, though. You don't? No. But I, I also like banana bread, so I've eaten a lot more of it than you have. Maybe, yeah. And I really so. don't... I couldn't explain to you why I don't really like it otherwise, but that is a great recipe. Can we say who it's from? Oh, yeah, that's fine. They don't... I mean, they're not going to sponsor us. No, it's from the Magnolia Cook 
Magnolia Cookbook. Yes. So Joanna Gaines. It's it is great. It is really and good. Really simple. Yes. Yeah, and I love bananas, but I don't really love banana flavored things. And this is this is completely acceptable to me. So I love banana bread. Mm-hmm. I like the recipe we used to use. Although I will say this one is a little bit better. Okay. With that. Yeah. And um, the problem is we really would need to make two pans of it. Oh, yes. Because we're going to, when it comes out, we're all yes. going to eat some of it. Yes. And then we'll probably find a way to sneak another yes. big chunk of it later <laughs> in the day. And it doesn't make a whole lot. No. The way that it is. It's I mean, like it's an eight by eight pan, cake pan. Yeah, something like yeah. that. And I, I mean, it makes plenty. If we made it in a loaf pan, yes. it's probably the same amount. It's just probably how we slice it out or something. I don't know. I don't know. And it's we'll so good. We keep eating it. It is. Like, we'd have to make it like after the kids went to bed and too late for us to eat it to right. actually make it to breakfast. Because there are times we make it knowing that, okay, this will be breakfast in the morning, yeah. but it's really that. We know we'll have enough left over for breakfast in the morning. Because <laughs> so it does, good it also it smells good coming oh, out man. of the oven. Yeah. And there have been times I've, hopefully, we don't regularly have bananas to that point where we need to make them right. into banana bread. But there have been occasions that, oh, somebody didn't realize we already had bananas and picked up some more or something of that nature to where I have made two batches of it. Yeah. On purpose. Well, I cannot, we cannot be the only family. I cannot be the only mom that we are feast or famine with fruit. That when I buy bananas, it's because somebody's asked for bananas and we go through them like that. And then I buy them again and then they sit on the table and they rot. And it's same with grapes. Right. Any fruit. Any fruit. My theory on fruit is no matter what you buy, it's either all gone in two days Or the majority of it is still there in two weeks. Yes. It makes me crazy. And then, you know, you find that stuff that, oh, you forgot that was there. Yeah. And now it's all, you know, decomposing yeah. and liquefying. <laughs> and you've got to clean the whole counter. Yep. And you've been wondering where those fruit flies came from. Yep. Yep. So now I've put them on the table. So they're right there, plain sight. That seemed to help for like a day. And now... And we made a rule years ago, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, that the kids do not have to ask. They can have fruit whenever. If they wanted to have it right before dinner, I guess. Not that they usually do that. Right before dinner would be a no for me. Well, I know. But I'm just saying. Like, I I've, understand. I've made that really clear that they can do, they can have it whenever. And they don't have to ask me for fruit. And there, there'll be times that they will eat and eat and eat and eat. But. I, I can't I can't figure it out. I can't predict. How about that? Right. I wish I could remember. It's been about three weeks now. Cooper asked for something. So I think we had finished supper, and he asked if he could have X. And I don't remember what that was. Mm-hmm. And we said, no, but you can have this. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's all right. I'm fine. <laughs> I do remember that, but I don't remember And it was like it was. maybe we had some cake or uh-huh. something that was had we still had uh-huh. from the day before. But he wanted a moon pie, uh-huh. and it was more important for us to get rid of that cake or yeah. whatever it was. And no, he was like, no, I don't want that, <laughs> which was weird. Yeah. Oh, I man. mean, you turned down. It's You're all eating sweet stuff. Right. So why did it matter if what form it was in? It wasn't what he wanted, I guess. Like Maybe he had a hankering for it. Hankering. That's a good one. That is a good one. Oh, man. Well, out there in podcast land, you know what to do. 
tell us what you want to smell all the time. <laughs> what brings what you joy? You want to smell. <laughs> yes, only things the smells that bring you joy, not things that you don't want to smell. Yeah, like middle school Ugh. kids. Yeah, and they, I, and they stink. They do stink, stink, stunk. Yeah, I was in a meeting last week that somebody made a comment about uh, college freshmen and and middle schoolers are the same. I was like, yeah, but they don't really smell the same. <laughs> and then somebody said, well, sometimes they do. And I'll, okay, all right, yes, once in a while, but yes, middle schoolers, you walk in that school and it's like, wow, yeah, and smells take your breath away. <laughs> I remember when our kids were really young and we would. Uh, travel or even not just travel travel but pick them up and going across town or going to another city and um, you could tell which kid took their shoes off because it was so disgusting yep and we had to implement a rule in the car i don't care what you've been doing yeah you're not taking your shoes off you're not taking your socks off and they're both gross as far as the smell goes but they have their own distinctive smell like we know when the girl child has taken her shoes off Yes. We just know. Very distinctly. And him too. Yes. Which so leads me to the question, if you're out there and you have more than one child, can you tell your ch- which child took their shoes off in the backseat of the car by the smell? I've never asked that before, and I don't feel like I've ever heard anybody talk about that. So yes, I want to hear that too. We have had those conversations. But but do they have distinct smells? Not necessarily the distinct okay. smell. That's but what I want to know too. Other parents that we know, friends of ours, like, yeah, we knew too, but... I don't think we've asked about the distinct smells, <laughs> but, but we knew. We oh, knew man. That. Oh, man. Well, that's good. Good times <laughs> there. So what else you got for us on this episode of the Front Porch Sessions podcast? <laughs> that feels like a leading question that I was not prepared to answer. No, that's technically that's not a leading question. I'm telling you, I'm not prepared to answer that Well, question. I just didn't know because you were talking about your celebrity status earlier, so I didn't know if you had something else they are not you want to add or if we just covered it all no but i will say uh i've not talked about this yet but i am up for election i am in local government just city level and i'm running and i will be in the election in november and i have got signs out and i have people coming up to me somewhat regularly now so when am I getting a sign when you know those sort of things and we had somebody stop us in the funeral home this week hey how do I get one of those signs yeah time and place people time and place I got so tickled and I was like oh I'm happy to bring one to you and and then he turns and asks his wife hey is that okay if we get one of her signs and you and I had this conversation later on that we weren't so sure that she was down for the sign part of it. Oh, I, th- I think so. It's she, just the way it she is. She and I are friends, so it's totally fine. But it was maybe she realized this is not the right oh, time. Oh, that could have been that too. <laughs> that could have been that too. But I do. I had a guy stop me in church, and I thought, oh, here we go. It's another sign thing. And it was not sign. It was something city business. So, And he was just asking me, are you still on such and such committee? And I really held my breath like, oh, no. What's what's wrong? But it was, hey, I may be looking for a job soon. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, it's been that, that might be okay, but again, time and place. I know, but I just I have gotten really tickled with this the and, the notoriety, and I say that with as little ego as possible. Right. It it is it's almost shocking to me. People like, hey, when do I get that? I had a, a friend of mine time like, I'm mad at you. I was like, why are you mad at me? What do I do now? And why well, don't I have a sign? And I said, well, I'm not going to just come put a sign in Did you in ask for a sign? They did not ask for the sign. It's not but like you're calling up people. No, no. To, 
to do no. that. You need to ask. I know. So we're kind of working through that. No. So you're going to start avoiding people so they don't ask for signs. And no, I can't do that either. Other things. Oh, I... it's, just, it's all time and place. I do. I have found myself recently trying to avoid people at certain places because people like to talk about work too much. Yeah. Yeah. And there have been a few I've had to say, this is not appropriate. Yeah. We will not have this discussion here. Yeah. Uh, even so much so that I was actually kind of at a work event. And I said, not to salt shop the whole time, but we need to be on this. And I felt bad for even saying that. Yeah. But it was on campus. Yeah. It was for a campus event. And this was something not related. And that I think that was okay. But <laughs> yeah. Just Walmart. Walmart, ball games. Yeah, all kinds <laughs> of things. If it's not an emergency situation, yeah. I'm not going to have that conversation. We make an appointment. That's why yeah. I have a Wrangler. <laughs> So, well, let's uh, take a look at a few uh, weird facts here then. Okay. And uh, see where that takes us. Here's one from, it's history related. And I bet you did not know this because okay. I didn't know this. I would not, I would not be surprised to hear that uh, Emily maybe knows this. Okay. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II uh-huh. has a stand-in. To make sure the sun won't get in her eyes. Oh, my. Again, we're not fact-checking any of the things that we found on this list of like 60 weird facts, but (laughs) we're going with it. Uh, Ella Slack has a similar height and stature to the queen, so before big events, she'll do a rehearsal to avoid any royal pains like the sun getting in Her Majesty's eyes. Slack has been doing it for three decades, (gasps) but isn't allowed to sit in the throne so she has to squat above it. <laughs> so I take it that you didn't know that she had a stand-in. Well, I knew she had a stand-in, but I didn't know that was what it was for. I really didn't. And I don't know why I never thought to investigate why would the queen have a stand-in. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, if you knew she had a stand-in, I would want to know why. It makes sense. And even though I don't know, I don't watch movies. I know a little bit about yep. them. Yes, yes, You know, yes. they have the stand-in so you don't have the actor, and it's probably a lot cheaper or something to do yes. the blocking and check all this, and they can be off in makeup or whatever yes. it is they do there. <laughs> so why would you have a stand-in for the queen? Unless it's to throw people off and like, oh, there's a motorcade, so you put the stand-in in, I and she just goes somewhere else. That's what I just accepted in my head. I, I bet that's just why I never... Thought to question it. So why is the stand-in here not allowed to sit in the queen's throne? It's it's all about the the royal connection to you can't do X, but you can do Y. And they're really picky about a lot of things. And picky's not well, the right word. They are very rules-oriented. Okay. Here's my opinion on that, which doesn't matter. <laughs> and here's a link here we can talk about some other time. Things you probably didn't know about Queen Elizabeth the second i will need that two. list so we'll come back to that mm-hmm. but have you ever squatted over something i have okay I'm a so woman. Yes, I have. <laughs> so if you're, the part of the goal here is to make sure the sun is not going to be in the queen's eye so right. i'm assuming this is like the day before right, right right which is still a little problematic but if you're not completing completely sitting down on her majesty's throne mm-hmm. It could be off enough to where the sun actually is in her eyes. Maybe. And trust me, I know about this stuff <laughs> because we're, we're, the time is changing. Not the yes. time really, but the, the rotation of the earth and yeah. where things are <laughs> because the sun comes into my eyes much earlier the past week and a half than it did the first 
month and a half I in was in my new office. Cushy office. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, those things change. So one day it could be, oh, it's perfect, but the next day not. But, you yeah. know, those few inches that she doesn't get down when she squats, <laughs> you know, that could be problematic. Mm. Things you, you didn't know. Did you know that shadows are darker on the moon? No. On Earth, the atmosphere scatters more sunlight, so our shadows aren't too dark. But on the moon, the shadows are so dark that Neil Armstrong said he had trouble seeing where he was going. Wow. There you go. That's interesting. That is interesting. Here's one. And I want—I really want to wish, want to see your reaction. This would be a great one to have on the YouTube, but we don't have that uh, capability yet because <laughs> somebody won't get on board with that. <laughs> Some sea cucumbers okay. fight with their guts, literally. <laughs> Like okay. with themselves? I don't know that I've ever heard of a sea cucumber. Oh, really? Really. Oh, here's a picture of it, and it doesn't really look like a cucumber at all. <laughs> Do you think that looks like a cucumber? No. Um, so if you want to see what we're looking at, you need to go on your own internet search engine and look for sea cucumbers. When threatened, they'll shoot out their internal organs, <laughs> which are poisonous to predators. Okay. <laughs> they'll sometimes get rid of their entire digestive systems. Oh. Oh, but don't worry. Don't worry. I mean, when you hear that, you're like, oh, so they're killing themselves to keep from being killed. No, the organs grow back. Oh, well. (laughs) Organs grow back. So that's a new one. It's an interesting weight loss program. Um, Here's one that I actually, I did have to look earlier because I told you I'm trying not to look at these. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for some reason, I had to get back to where we were. And I thought this was an ad, but this looks like a weird fact. The inventor of the internet regrets the URL setup. Okay. Now, I don't I don't know how much I'm going to believe this one without actually fact-checking it later, but Tim Berners-Lee, who created the main software of the World Wide Web. Okay, that's a little bit different than the inventor of the Internet. The if Internet he, has been around for a while. Yes, so it wasn't uh, Al Gore? It was not Al Gore, okay. no matter what he said, <laughs> uh, very publicly, that he invented the Internet. Uh, and I just lost the exact name, uh, but it was basically the Navy. Naval, I've, I don't want to start okay. down that road. We can look at that. Um, but it was like for uh, secure, secretive transmissions okay. and communications. Stuff? Yes. Okay. And then it becomes, so maybe that's a little bit different than saying he invented the internet yeah. here. So okay. whatever right. website this is on, you are wrong. <laughs> Fact check yourself. Oh boy. Can we get a shirt that says that? Fact check yourself? Yeah. Okay. You know, instead you can of. can just make it. What was the old saying? You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. We'll just put <laughs> fact check yourself before we do it on the podcast for you. No, it's I don't too know. long. <laughs> All right. So uh, this guy admitted he regrets one thing, adding, uh, is that a forward slash, two four slashes oh, after yeah. HTTPS in a web address. Okay. It was standard for programming, but didn't serve any real purpose. And when looking back in 2009, he said leaving it out would have saved time and space. Okay. Yeah, but you know when the when the uh, World Wide Web as we know it first started to come out, you would have to put or yes. I think you actually had to originally yes. www dot at least. I don't remember if you had to put the HTTP HTTP. I, I think I did it whether I had uh, to or not. But for a while, I remember you actually had to put the www dot whatever. Yes. 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 And then that went away, and you can just put the what dot ever, yeah, you know, <laughs> what or whatever dot com. Yeah whatever edu saves all that time it does (laughs) which i do remember 20 years ago 
listening to a radio show. Uh-huh. So you were working in a, and I, you would have to, you know, Fortune 500 retail management uh-huh. type situation. And sometimes I'd come eat lunch with you or yes. something. And I would listen to a little bit of like car talk if oh. it was on the station. Oh, but yeah, there was also yeah, more yeah. of a local um, computer, internet type thing. People would call in with problems or they would analyze. And they would listen to commercials. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things they said about a commercial. I don't know why I remember this 20 years later. They're analyzing. I was like, you know, you would have saved time. If you didn't say www dot, if yes. you just gave the rest of it, because at that point you didn't need it. Right. And they were saying you could have said all these other things about your business in there. Mm. So anyway, here's one that may be of interest to you as well. Okay. The Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the Statue of Liberty? I have not. Oh, I'm sorry. I really thought you had, or I wouldn't have asked that. What? I Why have, did you think that? I don't know, because you haven't been to New York City. Right. Uh, I have seen it. I have been up in it. I do apologize for bringing that up. Um, it also is not in D.C., which you go to somewhat no, regularly. But I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> so you don't know this, but I could see how it would work okay. from firsthand experience. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty used to be a lighthouse. Did yes, you know that? I did know that. Oh, so you haven't been there, but you knew about the lighthouse. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, about eight, about a month after the statue's uh, 1886 dedication, it became a working lighthouse for 16 years mm-hmm. with its torch visible from 24 miles away. Well, you know, they sort of highlighted that in a weird way in Ghostbusters. You know, I'm going to believe you on that, but I do not remember that. I think it was Ghostbusters, yeah, because they ended up getting into the Statue of Liberty and then marching her through town to defeat the big bad. So I do not remember. Anyway, that. it's okay. But yeah, I love the history of the statue. It's really cool. There's there's a um, History Channel document, not documentary, but anyway, it's really cool. So yeah, I knew about that. Okay. Did you know that strawberries aren't berries? I well, the seeds are on the outside, so that kind of challenges the whole conversation about. How do we classify it? You know, this whole thing about what food is. <laughs> Fruit versus just, vegetable. Yes. It has just turned our world upside down since we were in school. <laughs> our kids are coming home and like, did you know this is a fruit? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yes. It's a vegetable. Yes. Apparently it's not anymore. So strawberries aren't berries. Neither are raspberries and blackberries, according to botanists. What True berries they? turn from one single ovary flower and have two or more seeds. Well, maybe they're wrong. Strawberries <laughs> don't fit that bill, but bananas, kiwis, and watermelon do. What? So according to this thing, it's telling me that bananas Mm-mm. that we use to make banana bread, since you Mm-mm. talked about that, that bananas fit the bill for being a berry? Mm-mm. I don't know. Botanists are wrong. <laughs> I don't know. So here's another link that we're going to have to click through and discuss in the okay. future. 51 facts that you've always believed but are actually false. Oh, we got a few of those, I'm sure. So, yeah. The U.S. Treasury once printed $100,000 bills. I did know that. Okay, tell me about it because I've never heard that. I, I'm, I just knew that. I'm, I don't have any big history to share with you about that. I'm thinking it was between December 18th, 1934 and January 9th, 1935. You're thinking that? Yes. That's a very short time frame, yeah. too. Uh, the notes with Woodrow Wilson's face were issued to the Federal Reserve Banks but never went out to general public. Yeah. Which is probably for the best, according to this. I don't know why it says that. <laughs> I honestly do not. And if you do, you can just keep it to yourself. <laughs> you might offend somebody. Was he ugly? No. Oh, okay. I mean, he wasn't like... <laughs> and what do you do? I mean, why do you need a $100,000 bill? What are you buying? I, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That is very weird. All right. According to this, it says a flock of ravens is called an... Murder. Unkindness. What? So what's the murder? I think that's... um, Is that crows? Oh, okay. Okay. An unkindness. An unkindness. There's got to be a link to all those weird things too, right? There's also... They're also known as a conspiracy. Ooh. What's your favorite conspiracy? A raven conspiracy. A raven conspiracy? Okay. I don't know. Mine's, um, mine's the Black Crows version. Uh, I love that song. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you just, I can tie almost anything back to music. But yes, here's 10 weird animals you won't believe actually are real. So it's not really creepy animal facts, but it's just some weird facts. An unkindness. An unkindness. Or a conspiracy. Or a conspiracy. That will not stick with me, I'm sure. Yes. Okay, let's just um, let's do one or two more here, okay. and then we'll wrap up. This one's interesting. NASA uses countdowns because of a sci-fi film. I'm going to tell you what, that's a little eerie. We start talking about the government and our machine cuts off (laughs) mid-word for you. I thought that was you trying to create dramatic effect. It was not. It's just, I don't know. They heard us talking about them. (laughs) So this says the countdown Fritz Lang used to create suspense in the rocket launch scene of his 1929 silent film, I don't even know how to say this. Okay. Uh, It didn't just change film history. It also inspired NASA to use countdowns before its own blast-offs. It's not exactly a race against the clock, though. NASA can feel free to pause the clock to check mechanical difficulties. And I've seen that before. You know, it used to be the big thing, watching the space shuttle Mm -hmm. launch. Mm -hmm. And it would be like T-minus, and it would start hours before, and it would go down. And it would stop at points Mm. to do it. So, oh, we have this problem, or we're checking this. And, you know, if I'm about to be uh, shot into outer space, and (laughs) once they start that timer, whatever that countdown is, if it's 24 hours, if it's five minutes, and you say, oh, we need to stop it because we want to double-check this. (laughs) Stop the clock. I want you to have double-checked it beforehand. Okay. We, We can extend that. But there's also a window that they need to get out. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know, when the atmosphere is right. But that that would be a little unnerving. But Can I share with you so something really weird that I didn't understand as a kid? You you can. The atmospheric window thing? Yes. I thought was literal. That t- they, It opened up? Yes. And then And then back. I think that actually was on Spaceballs. I think there is some sort of a little joke about <laughs> a window or something. I could be making that up. That is funny. But I really thought it was for real. And I didn't understand it. I just assumed, well, I guess it's this weird thing that doesn't make any sense in the real world. So I did, just sort of accepted it. Did you kind of think we were living in a dome and that there was only a few minutes every day or hours, or whatever, that it opened up I and guess. then it closed back? I guess. But I didn't Sweet. think it like totally opened. I thought there was literally certain places that this window opened. Okay. That's hilarious. I've never <laughs> knew that from you and i don't know that i've ever really thought about the countdown why it was there no i just thought it thought it so everybody knew when it was coming well we can't and i knew that it stopped but so so it sounds like it it's either to build suspense suspense Mm -hmm. for everybody to get excited for it or us to know us to know when it's actually going to happen there you go so i think that's really interesting all right one more this is short um manhattan ants Okay. Not Manhattans. Okay. Manhattan. I can't even say <laughs> Manhattan it Manhattan ants? Manhattan ants. Okay. Or an ant species unique to New York City. Really? Now, when we went to college, 
they had the biggest roaches I've ever seen. And they were like flies sometimes. And they'd fall out of trees. And the first time I saw one of those, and it looked up at me and asked if I needed help carrying my books to class. It freaked me out. Um, but these are, I mean, those were like two or three inches yeah. big. They and were I huge. was from the town we went to college in, and I had not seen them the be, way I saw them on our, that campus. It must be limited to that part of town, or it could just be those particular trees. I wonder if it was that kind of tree. All right, so Manhattan ants are an ant species unique to New York City. Mm-hmm. Biologists found them in a specific 14-block strip of the city. What? Yeah, and eventually I will get the courage to click this link that says 13 Bizarre Bug Facts that will totally freak you out. <laughs> don't do it tonight. Uh, no, not not tonight, but I don't know if that's impressive or not Yeah. that your city has its own ant within that 14-block <laughs> radius. And what is so unique about it? It doesn't give us any more information there. Yeah, I, I'm curious, too. Are they big? Do they fly? Do they talk? Like, what's the deal? Do they make noises? Well, Hmm. I don't know. Now you know what to look for. Yeah, something like that. All right. Well, that's all the weird facts I feel like sharing for this week. (laughs) We'll come back to some maybe next week. Okay. We may move on to something else. Okay. I know. And we do have that one that you really want to click through, too. Yeah. So we'll look at that. Yeah. We'll come back to it. There's a couple of those that if they've got further information that might be interesting to dive into and some of this i like some of this because it's less interesting discussion between us Mm -hmm. and it's also the show's kind of already made for us we know (laughs) we talk a little bit and we'll read these weird facts that people out there really need to know yeah i mean we're like the number one news source for not real news that you are listening to at this exact moment in time i i don't even know what to say to you when you say stuff like that like i know you're just being silly but Oh, man, that's that's rough. <laughs> I, I, please, please, everybody in the sound of my voice, do not get your news from us. <laughs> I want you to listen to us. I want you to tell your friends to listen to us. Yeah. Um, but if we're your sole source of news, yeah, we need to talk. Yeah. We need to talk. Well, what's new with you? Well, I went back to work, and that is literally what feels like it totally encompassed my week because it did (laughs) well it did and i i appreciate you showing up yeah well it's definitely um just i know it's not new new but it is new like when you go for two months of really not doing anything like that i'm not really sure what that's like not anymore anymore you can you can maybe reach way back when and remember that but uh, i told i told you in the listening audience that i was a little anxious about okay we'll start back and my intent was to continue to cook and that has been a challenge now the first couple weeks are always just insane we just do not have a good sense a good handle of the schedule and i do think that once we get past maybe this this week or the coming week we'll be able to do that because the kids will be in some sort of a rhythm or routine to where we'll know better okay this is what's coming they're not going to be home until this point that sort of thing but i am really struggling to figure out how do i put supper on the table that you just get it done (laughs) you you have a plan you come home you cook it and we eat yeah if that's what you want to keep doing yeah okay you can do it okay you can do it. <laughs> oh, it's, it is weird because for the last several months you have practically not let me cook at all, mm-hmm. and so the few times that I've just like 
I'm, I'm doing this or there was something recently to where I just ended up being in charge of it. Things inside. You've moved everything. I doubt it's been me. And I don't know where me. it is. I doubt it's been me. Well, you're the one that's been cooking. I know. But so I don't know. And I'm, I'm not talk- insisting the kids uh, clean more. And so it could be them too. Well, I'm not just talking about like utensil type things. What are you talking about? Well, like, oh, the the salt used to be here or, you know, I go to get certain things that when I cooked mainly, they were in certain places. So I don't know if they just got put back up and the kids could have done that or if you've rearranged it for it to make sense for you. No, it has not been rearranged intentionally. It has probably just been put back. And remember, I'm shorter than you, and so I can't really see in there. So oftentimes I'm pulling like five different spices out to be able to find the one that I need. Okay, because I went to get the baking soda, and I opened up the cabinet and started to put my hand in there while I was doing something else and came out with a a big jar of vanilla. Oh. And I'm like, that's not going in this. No, no. I don't want to put vanilla in my cornbread. Well... I'm sure. No, I won't even pretend. No. 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 Okay. So what's new with you? What's new with me is I get to cook once. No. (laughs) Um, I now own a a new electric shaver. You do. I do. It kind of sounds strange to me. What sounds strange? Something. Your your electric shaver. Oh, the sound up. Not me saying that I own one. No, 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 no. No. And this is like the third or fourth one I've owned in my lifetime. But you you stepped up. Like you got something hopefully a little nicer. We did. I did. I I didn't like spend a lot of money, but I did spend a little bit more than fifteen dollars. Yes, yes. (laughs) I did do that because uh, I typically grow what we refer to as the winter beard. Mm -hmm. And. It comes off sometime between April and... August? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, typically mid-June. Mm-hmm. Occasionally it's gone into July. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did go into mid-August this year. Yeah. Because it was nice that I could just basically trim it once a week. Yeah. Sometimes once every other week mm-hmm. and be fine with that. But I did make this decision. Even I consulted you and Callie about it. You, neither one of you really had good opinions. And it was just like, do what you want to do. Mm-mm. And uh, which is what I did. But I did wrestle with it. And I just, I, I shaved it off. Mm-hmm. I still have the goatee. Mm-hmm. And that apparently is, is my look until the day I die. <laughs> um, upon orders from you. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Uh, but So I shaved it off. And then I felt like... I need to shave every day. <laughs> that was a great thing. And that's part of the reason I think I kept the beard so yeah. long is I could just trim it up, but I could get up early. I didn't have to worry about shaving if I needed to go in, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but particularly now I'm in a um, administrative role. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to be a little more clean shaven. And my facial hair doesn't grow super fast, but yeah. I don't want it to be all scraggly. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, And shaving sometimes, it just takes time. Aww. I know, it's not bad. Poor baby. No, it's fine. But I know a lot of people that grow beards because they hate shaving. Yeah. I don't hate shaving. It's just the time aspect sometimes. And yeah. If, you know, particularly now that you're back at work and in the mornings, we may I may feel like I don't have time. Yeah. So may have to come back early. But so we thought we would try this. I've done it for uh, a week straight. It seems to be doing okay. It is doing really uh, nice. It works pretty good. So it does. It looks like I'm. I mean, I don't think anything beats actual razor shaving, yeah. but this works. It looks this like works. he's straight razored, I think. So, really? Yeah. 
oh, then it's working better than I thought. Yeah, it may but not yeah. feel that way to you, but it looks, it, it really does look like yeah, you shaved. Yeah, so I do it. look clean shaven every yeah. day you know, when I go in and yeah. probably the next day if I really want to. But it starts to come back. I just, I'm not blessed with that <laughs> super facial hair growing ability. <laughs> but no, so that's nice. Well, congratulations. Yeah, it is, it is kind of quick. I do have to, here's the thing too. I want to wrap this up, but um, <laughs> I am concerned about, about this election. I am. I really am. Okay. Because it says on there that it can be used wet or dry. Uh huh. And what that means, looking at the the book, uh-huh. the instruction manual or owner's manual, whatever they call it, and I've only briefly flipped through it. It says you can use it in the shower. Oh. It's not like you could just use it on dry skin, which you can't. You have to, it can't be, you can use it, you know, you have to put a little water or electric shave on there. Or you can put shaving cream on there. I haven't tried that yet. Interesting. Um, but it says that you can use it in the shower. Have you tried that? I have not. We'd have to get a mirror for me <laughs> to be able to use it in the shower. But I have concerns about that. Mm-hmm. Because they tell me not to to take a shower and use my toaster in there <laughs> so what what means i can now use this electric shaver there's not a cord is that what makes a difference so know. that you know if you do get shocked it's not as powerful or the batteries is encased in such a way i don't know has to do with the type of current but but you have an uh, electric razor don't you i haven't used it in years but wasn't it a wet dry that you could use in the shower yeah and did you I ever get so. shocked from it no okay no. I mean, I'm not going to use it in the shower, but it just seemed <laughs> weird to me. It's not going to save that much time to put it in the shower with you. <laughs> there are people that shave in the shower. I know. I know. I can't imagine. Honestly, so, for you. For I me, do it all the time. Right. So. Okay. I don't know. Good Interesting. Times. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So, yeah. We'll see. No beard right now. See when it comes back, if it comes back. Yeah. I could see you keeping it off for a while. Well, just because I, I you will like at least the clean winter. shaven. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah, it does because it, it seems like it was different when I was just a regular faculty member. <laughs> I could go a week or two looking weird. <laughs> and then boom. Then I it all know. fills in. It does yeah, that's how it works. At least I can grow a beard now. I early know. in our day early I on it w- I tried and oh, that was pathetic, but that's another story for another day. So until next time, I've been Billy. And I've been Christine. You've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. See ya.